Hey yo, welcome back to the High Kicks Podcast. Uh, it's been a little bit. We said we yes, weren't gonna. We said we weren't gonna take a break around graduation, and then I went home, and Carl's internet turned crappy, and he kept freezing, and we couldn't record like three times in a row. So we did record an episode, but I don't think you guys would have wanted to hear it. So. Yeah, my uh, Nvidia broadcast wasn't working, and you could hear the TV and my dog barking and my mom in the background. Not fun. Not fun. But we're back, and we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Hopefully, yes, we don't sir, run yes, too sir. long. Um, it's officially like a f- summer in the world of football. You know what I mean? It's actually just the most exciting time for transfers, and it's I time mean, to actually see what next season is going to look like. Yeah, it's just kind of where it all starts, especially with a major, major, major international tournament coming up. Like, mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. We're going to get into that, but I think we got to jump into something more recent, just kind of the conclusion of the season. We got a really, really, really happy Paul right now because that Chelsea yeah. game was like, I- I'm just impressed with Tuckle and with the way they played overall. Um, they just outplayed City. Yeah. They, they did it multiple times week after week. And we kept mm-hmm. on saying when it comes down to it, City's going to be able to do it, but they didn't. I I also think it's really really fitting that it was Kai Havertz that scored that goal. Because also, I hate his celebration. Yeah, but in the beginning of the season when he was like labeled a flop and labeled that they overpaid for him and all that, and he's twenty one. Did Pep say something? I don't know, but he's twenty one, and it took him some time to settle in, and he played. Re- ridiculously well in that game and he played ridiculously well for Chelsea down the stretch like in general yeah so I just think it's kind of fitting like he was not a flop and he just is gonna get better and I don't really like it I think he's gonna be an amazing center forward for that team and I think it's time that they move on from Timo Werner and start Pulisic there instead of having a weird like two striker like false two striker formation you sort of you get to see the success when Pulisic is on the pitch. Yeah, that's like, true. Even, like you just see the team. Like, they play a lot better. They play a lot better. They're oriented better. They are able to pass the ball in a more coherent mm-hmm. manner. It, it's it's more cohesive. It's more. Yeah. It just it looks cleaner. It looks like they're not trying as much. They're just like playing with instinct when he's on the field versus Werner. That's the main thing. Werner's always like trying to go for these technical runs that may not always work. And you just get to see Pulisic just naturally come out and assist players on almost every other game and at least contribute to a goal. Like pretty much every game that we've seen as of recently. Yeah, honestly. Like, think about it. Yeah, contribute or come close to contributing. 
Mm-hmm. He came close to contributing in that last game. Yo, before we move on, did you see the video of him going to get a tattoo wearing his Champions League medal? No, I didn't. I just thought that was a savage move because I would have done the same thing, honestly. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw funny memes of uh, one dude actually got the Man City 2021 on his leg. That happens every year. Yeah, of course, but I just find it absolutely hilarious. Just yeah. wait a week. Honestly, yeah, just wait a week. Um, So, we filmed a TikTok about this, and I never posted it, so I'm just not going to post it, and we're going to talk about it here. PFA, Player of the Year. Nominees, who should win, Young Player of the Year, all of that stuff. It's time to really get into this. Um... All right, Let's so start off with we got, the nominees. We got our nominees. So, Man City has four of them. But the nominees are Harry Kane, KDB, Ruben Diaz, Ilkay Gundogan, Phil Foden, and Bruno Fernandez. I, I would say immediately take Foden out of there. Yeah. He's not... Nothing against Foden... He didn't do enough on the season. He like, didn't do he, enough on the season to win this award. Um, we're going to talk about Young Player of the Year next, and it's not really a long conversation. Yeah. Phil Foden's nominated for Player of the Year and Young Player of the Year. So it's sort of... It's yeah, sort of it's it, sort of cased there. Um, so now we're kind of between five players... Five all, amazing players. Gunawan had one of the best seasons that we've seen as of recently from that kind of midfielder. Yep. Uh, we get to see KDB but, still have an amazing season despite having some injuries and stuff. We get to see Ruben Diaz transform a defense. We get to see Bruno transform an entire team. And we yep. get to see Harry Kane lead the Prem. Harry, Harry, I feel he's got to leave. I feel bad for Harry Kane. At this point, like he has to leave. The dude has done everything. Well, literally, he's done everything. Like he needed to do there. He got them as far as he could possibly get that. Like it's just I think when a player leads the Premier League in goals and assists. And you don't finish top four, you got an issue. But that's player of the year for me. Like, in in a in a world where offensive stats are valued so highly, in an individual award, he had the best individual season, bar none. You know what I mean? We are we are uh like we just have to consider the entire team dynamic though. But like, it's an individual is... award. It's an individual award. It's player of the year. It's not it's not player of the year on team of the year. It's not player of the year with respect to team finish. It's player of the year. I feel like it's the same thing with like the MVP race in the NBA. You have to look at records because of how successful no, they were. No. No. Because in the NBA, one player 
has much more of an impact on the results of a game than one player on a football pitch. That argument right, is invalid solely because of that. Team record right, matters right. in NBA because if you go out and take care of business as an MVP caliber player in the NBA, your team is going to win 50 games. Maybe. For the most part. Yeah, because Beal had like MVP when's the, caliber. But when's the last time an MVP wasn't on a 50-win team or more? Exactly. Pretty much never. Exactly. PFA Player of the Year hasn't always been on the title winner or the best team. Like, I feel like... I just think Harry yeah, Kane had I, the I, best I, individual season I've seen in a decent amount of time. I just have to give it to Ruben Diaz, personally. That's fair. I feel like... Just because he... Like, we were going on week in and week on, week in and week out about how Ederson doesn't deserve the clean sheet record because Martinez is the better keeper this season. But Ruben Diaz transformed that entire defense to make it an entirely applicable option for them. I mean, yeah, but Harry Kane scored 23 goals and had 14 assists and led the Premier League in both of those categories. Damn near close. I mean, I just, I just, I can't give it to Bruno because if you're going to give it to Bruno based on team finish, you have to give. No, if you're going to give it to Bruno based on team finish, you have to give it to Diaz if you're doing it based on team finish. But I'm looking at this from a pure individual standpoint on the season. And I've said it. I I think Ruben Diaz is technically right now the best center back in the world. I wouldn't argue that right now. Mostly because that's just not what we're talking about. And I don't want to go off on a mega tangent. And it's also not really... It's also, like, not super... I mean, the only reason you can't can't say Harry Kane is the best striker in the world is because Lewandowski just scored 41 goals in a Bundesliga season. Exactly. But... That's just not fair. It doesn't matter if freaks exist. Like there, there's not that many freaks at the center back position right now. We'll I mean, see one of them has a torn ACL. Exactly, I was gonna say. I still, I just think, I just think Harry Kane. You're just not gonna change my mind. No, I, I don't think I will change your mind about that. But for me, I think the team finish also has some component in it and because of the success of that defense based on that one transfer i'm going to have to give it to ruben diaz i disagree but whatever all right yeah exactly so we both already said who we think this young player of the year award is going to go to and Declan rice i thought we said before that we thought it was cased on phil foden it's obviously cased on Phil Foden. I just wanted to interrupt you. Oh, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, the only other player I feel like you could... I mean, there's two. No, there's Mount. one. Well, 
The only reason I don't say Mount is because a lot of his better performances came in the Champions League. Like, yeah, I just think it says more about his overall like player character. I mean, it does, but it's a Premier League award. Exactly. Like, like, I completely agree with you. That's the only reason why you can't give it to Mount, and I think yeah. Foden has it on wrap. I mean, I think Foden has it on wrap, too. Bukoyo I think Saka Foden had would a... have it on wrap, no Either. matter what. Yeah. Bukoyo Saka had a great season. Declan Rice yeah, had a don't great get me season. Wrong. Trent Loved had... watching Saka transform uh, Arsenal. Trent was... Trent had right. a shit season. I don't really know why he's nominated on this. Um, yeah. Personally. Um, Greenwood, Greenwood, was, Greenwood deserves to be here and Mount deserves to be here. but he doesn't deserve to win it exactly they deserve to be nominated but it's kind of hard when Foden genuinely contributed to a runaway Premier League title yeah it's a little sad to watch like all these other young players just sort of sit in the shadow of Phil Foden right now I mean he yeah. may be Waza one day. Like, that's what he reminds me of. Interesting. Interesting. Scary things. Scary things. Scary things. Scary things. All right. Managers I... have been on the move more than freaking players. Like, what the hell? I woke up the I other day. This. I woke up the other day and Conte was out. Zidane was out. And now Ngazi's in Inter, and Ancelotti left Everton to go to Real Madrid for half salary. Like, it's like, real. I didn't realize this, but I'm going to double check this just to make sure it's true. But I'm pretty sure Wolves sacked Nuno. Shit, I don't. Uh. Did that happen? I'm pretty yes. sure that did yes. happen a while ago. Yes, which I didn't know. Yeah. Um, and Everton are currently in talks with like Stevie G. Well, I don't know if they're in talks. I've just heard that they're rumored to be pursuing him. Yeah, I, I don't understand what's happening. I I don't I don't think he'd ever. I don't think that, that one's gonna happen. I don't either. I don't either. But the fact that that's one of like the coach transfer rumors is just absolutely absurd and it's just really foretelling of how this transfer window is about to go because we have no clue what's about to happen with like plenty of high class quality players. And... Yo, but but like also apparently Poch wants out of PSG and like Conte yeah. is now in talks with Spurs. Like, what is going on? All I know is that Ole is probably staying. I don't know where else he would go. I don't know either. Like, and you know what I Byron, mean? Byron. Oh yeah, Na like Nagelsmann, and then all that yeah. in the in the Bundesliga, Bundesliga. like earlier in the season because because that already gets confirmed like, like mark rose at 
Gladbach taking the Dortmund job, but like way too early because Terzic did a fantastic job and should keep it. You know, like all that and like Gladbach falling to shit and then someone else falling to shit for who's going to replace Gladbach. Like, and Leipzig having a shit end to the season because they found out that they're losing their coach. Like, all of it. Like, I just don't like announcing that during the season. But managers have just been bouncing around, I feel like, more than players, which is kind of nutty. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I want to see who are going to fill in these roles. Yep. I'm kind of waiting on that. We'll we'll have more on it as it, you know, trickles in. I've been kind of yep. lazy with the Instagram and the TikTok, but I've been know. trying to keep up with it a little bit and there there's not many confirmed news for I mean, I mean with posting. Right now. I mean with posting, bro. Uh which true posting. We're we're talking about just news. Yeah, but we have to post news. They go hand in hand. You have to post stuff and talk about stuff. Like, bruh. Uh, all right. All right. <clears throat> so, <laughs> all right. Top clubs have started announcing some signings. Okay, let's get into this. So, Barcelona, to name a few. They currently have Emerson, who was just signed. They Bernadis, have Aguero. Aguero, Eric Garcia. Wijnaldum has all but been confirmed. Um, yep. they're highly monitoring Memphis to pay, and it's more likely now that I think he's going to sign because they announced that Ronald Koeman's staying for another year. Some of the earlier transfers that were just confirmed now, like, uh, McKinney, uh, Upa Mankana, Yep. Yep. Like, I mean, just little things like that. Yeah, it. It's just that early little window, um, you know, before, before June 30th. Before the storm. Before the storm of June 30th. But I think, I think we're all more excited for the June 30th. Um, you can correct me if I'm wrong there, Carl. No, no, you're, you're pretty right. I'm pretty excited about that. I actually ecstatic to see what signings are going to come to United and Bayern this offseason. So just fingers crossed and we'll see what comes of it. So I think it's time we get into Euros. Yeah. Because squads have been finalized. And it's just... And it's just now they're playing tune-ups. I love watching I am, these. I am very, very disappointed. I'm really sad that Trent got hurt today, or yesterday, or whatever uh, day that, like, in the last couple of days, because... Bro, it's just I, trash. I would have loved to see him dabble in the midfield. I read articles that apparently it was going to happen, that Southgate was considering it. Are you drinking water like, out of a wine glass? No, it's just a normal cup. I'm just drinking it like a wine glass. Oh. <laughs> Bougie drinks. Okay. Um Yeah, I I'm bummed about that. Yeah, I'm also bummed about Harry Kane. We'll see if he actually is like 
gonna stay on the roster or not. Yep. Yep. Um. um but let's I check think for a couple other real quick. Which what? Where are you going? What are you looking at? I'm trying to see if any other teams have massive injuries, or is it just England getting fucked on right now? I think, and it turns out that's just England. It's just England right now. Um, so I don't think it's coming home. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's safe to say when you still have Pickford as your starting goalie. I think it'll be Henderson. Um, I think it will be too, but for now, Pickford's still their starting goalie. True. So, who do you think's got stronger squad overall, ins and outs, everything, top to bottom? France. 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 Bro, look at their keepers alone. They got Larice Mandanda and Magnin. That's like not okay. And then like their defense. Their defense has Kempembe, Varane, Lenle, Zuma, Digne, Hernandez, uh, Kunde. There we go. Their midfield uh, has Kingsley, Komen, Conte, Paul Pogba, Suzoko, Rabio, and Thomas Lamar. And then their forwards, Griezmann, Giroud, Mbappe, Ben Yedder, uh, Kareem Benzema, Dembele, and Thurum. Thurum's like the least deadly of them, and he can still score every single goal for that squad. Like, I, I just, I, I don't, I mean... I mean, don't get me wrong. Germany's squad is pretty filthy. With the bring back of Muller, I have to say that they're pretty filthy. But if they had if they had Vritz, who's tearing it up currently, or Did you say Vritz? You mean Vertz? Vertz, yeah. Florian? Yeah. Dude scored 32 seconds into the fucking U21 semifinal. Like, what? Yeah, if they had him on this squad. I don't understand how he didn't make this squad. Just too young, I guess. Well, I would have taken him over Musiala. Yeah, I was thinking the same exact thing. Like, I don't question... Actually, I do question Yorgi Lau because I'm questioning Yorgi Lau right now. Um... Uh, Bruh, like, Verts over Musiala, I'm sorry. Musiala got, like, limited playing time at Bayern. Verts was a regular starter at Leverkusen and had a fantastic season for a 17, 18-year-old. Yeah, he was just class the entire season. He was having a season better than Kai Havertz. I was going to say, he genuinely replaced Kai Havertz. Just absolutely nuts. Alright, like, yeah. I mean, Italy have a pretty strong squad. I I wouldn't Chiesa, uh, Barella. I wouldn't say it's up to snuff with the French and the Germans. No, but I think that midfield may be able to surprise us, and that defense is absolutely nuts. What and what you got hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What surprises you about Barella Bernadeschi? Chiesa, Verratti, Jorginho, like, what surprises you there? I don't think anything's going to surprise me with them. They're all filthy. No, what I'm going to say is, like, what they're actually going to do in the tournament is going to surprise us. I'm saying it wouldn't surprise me if they just go off and dictate midfield. 
Well, Except I would hold be on, surprised hold on, hold on, hold on. just hold on. because... I still think they're going to get their shit tossed around by Conte and Pogba, though. I don't know. I do. Yeah. We pretty much have to know. Dude, dude, I- I'm sorry. We but watched it last not year. O- not only is Conte fantastic, but he's been in form for the last couple months. Going into this tournament. Like, bro. I completely agree with you there. Um, they pretty much have zero holes in that squad. Like, I don't really see holes in the German squad. I just see less holes in the French squad. I don't really yeah, see... Because oh my god, you... wait, wait, we have to talk about something. We have to talk about something. Look. Jude Bellingham is disgusting. Oh yeah. Dude, did you see slash hear about the way he played in the Austria game? No. So, he played as like a holding mid behind Grelish and I think Rice. And he's 17. And the ball was like stuck to his foot and he was like dictating play and he was Have you ever seen him on dormant? I mean, yeah, but like He's 17 wearing the number 8 shirt playing holding mid for England. And he deserves it because of the way he thought he's able to play for Dorman as well. Like, he, he's trying to make a case for himself to start. I don't, I don't know. Think he starts. I mean, if you're playing CDMs based on your midfielders... You start Henderson. Henderson withdrew. He withdrew? Yeah. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. And looking at the roster, they forgot to change it, too. I think he withdrew today. I'm not okay. sure. I saw somewhere. I'm looking it up right now just to. You saw Phillips, though. Yeah. And as a holding midfielder, I'd probably take Phillips. Here, looking at a couple other teams real quick, uh, we got to see a massive hole in the Netherlands. They don't have a great keeper this year, so I don't think that's going to bode well for them. Um, We get to see pretty much no holes as well in the Portugal squad, which is absolutely nuts. Uh, Jota, Felix, Silva, Silva, Andre, and Bernardo. I don't uh, actually we know. I don't know where I saw if he withdrew, so I'm gonna retract that. Okay. I. F- oh wait, yeah, there we go. Hold on. Okay. Uh, but back to Portugal, we get to see Bruno, uh, Renato Sanchez, uh, Moutinho, Cancelo, Pepe, Ruben Diaz, Guerrero. Semedo and then Rui Patricio and goal like they they are no joke. And coming to two of the last main teams that we're gonna cover. Wait, uh, no, hold on, hold on. Spain. I have to interrupt you because I do actually have to clarify. Someone called him selfish for not withdrawing because he might not be healthy in time. That yeah. is that is what I read. He has not. Whatever. So, if people stay injured, Bellingham might... I mean, he played fantastic. That's that's all I was going for. I'm sorry to, like, 
throw us back, but like I had, I said something outlandish that I thought was true, but then it wasn't true. So I had to clarify because we don't want to be wrong on here. All right. What what team are you on now? And what uh, team did I miss? Belgium and Spain. What did I? What team did I miss? The last two teams. What team did Uh, I miss? Netherlands and Portugal. All right. So I I heard a little bit about the Netherlands and what you said. So like I feel you there. They don't really have a goalie, as you said. The rest of their squad's filth. The rest of their squad is filth, but they look a little weak in the back. Yeah. Um. Portugal, though. So Portugal would, have no holes. You would think it would be Patricio. Um, but maybe not. I don't know because I don't really. We don't really get to he, watch. He plays one. different on an international level. Yeah. Um, I don't really see holes in their defense, like at all. Maybe Pepe because of his age, but. Not really. Do you see the way he played for Porto in the Champions League this year? Yeah, exactly. Bro, it's like seven games if you win the Euro. He got that. Yeah. Um, I did. So Pedro Neto's hurt. That's why he's not here. Yeah, I don't really see holes. Um, at all. Like at all. Yeah. I mean, I would go Cancelo, Diaz, Pepe, Guerrero in the back. Um, I'll go four at the back. You're only a, going three? No, I said Cancelo, Diaz, Pepe, Guerrero. Oh, yeah. That's four. Midfield would probably... This is hard. Bruno. I mean, Bruno. Uh, Sanchez and Bernardo Silva for oh, me. I don't know if you want a fully offensive midfield, though. I would. Consider, well, considering that Rafael... Bernardo Guerrero, Sanchez is a holding. True. And you play two center mids. Yeah. You play like a 4-3-3. Like, you go up top. But, Ronaldo, uh, Andre Silva, and Felix. You cannot yeah. take away from Andre Silva's I form this season. I can't. My only argument is Jota shared similar form. He was just hurt, but the injuries put Andre Silva ahead of him anyway. So there's Andre no, Silva there's had no like a couple injured games, and he was yeah. just absolutely uh-huh. nuts this season. Mm-hmm. I can't he, argue. He was just class. You could argue Jota over Jao Felix because Jao Felix dropped off a lot after a good start to the season. Um, I know Atletico did still win La Liga, but like him individually, yeah, it was Suarez. Yeah, him individually wasn't as impressive after the break in the middle of the season. Um, he's not he's not turning out to Cristiano Ronaldo levels. Well, but... I I just think he's not in the right team, but yeah, that's a different issue. Um, you talked about Spain, right? Uh, no, this is uh, the next team that we're going to have to talk about, and then Belgium's the last team. Why did we start with England and go all the way down the list and then scroll back up to Belgium? I don't know, but screw okay. it. Uh, we're, we're De Gea like being starting keeper is an issue. Um, I'm not necessarily sure. He tends to play better on an international level. Yeah, 
except that one World Cup. Fair. Um, so well, we'll the whole see team played like happens. shit in that World Cup, so that's not just on him. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Uh, Laporte is going to be a new center back for them alongside Aspi. Uh, that's going to be nuts. They got Alba, I think. I, I don't know who they would, would start put, at the right I, back. I would put Asby at right back because he can play it. And then put yeah, like... Like Garcia and Laporte. Garcia and Laporte or, or Pau Torres and Laporte. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like, Asby's a good center back, but he's also a good right back. Well, yeah, he's just class at both positions, so exactly. it doesn't really matter. So, so use, use him at the right back position because you have other center backs. Yeah. All right, moving into the midfield, I think you start Koke, uh, Tiago, Lorente. Okay. Marcus Lorente. Tiago and Marcus Lorente. Not Rodri. Maybe Rodri over Koke. I could see that, but I kind of agree with you. Um, forward, so that's... Ferran Torres should be at forwards, Adamo should be at forwards, and I think Danny Almo should be at forwards. Correct me if I'm wrong. Who did you say? Adamo's a winger, Ferran Torres is a winger. And is Danny Almo a midfielder, or does he play more of a winger role? He's more of a midfielder. Okay, but... Torres same with, and, like, Pedri. Pedri and Olmo yeah, but, are, like, same position. Um, I think what they need to do is go Oriozola. Um, Where is Oriozola? Oriozola is disgusting. No, but hold up. I, do you I would take Torres where, where and is Morata. He? Where is Oriozola on this? Uh, Next to Gerard Moreno. That's Oriozola. That does not say Odriozola. You really can't read. Yeah, I don't know how to read. Wow. There's not, e- there's not even a D in that name and you said Odriozola. Did you just see an O and just go for it? Yeah. <laughs> so Carl got confused between Odriozola and Mikhail Oyarzabal. Yeah, Odriozola is not on this squad. Yeah, but still. So he can't, he can't. Yeah, but Odriozola can't be in this lineup. So you meant Oyarzabal, just just to clarify. Yeah, I, I I meant him. Okay, cool. Um, I just messed up the name. Cool. Who else would you put up there? Murata and uh, Fernand Torres. You put Murata on a wing, isn't he a striker? No, he's gonna play striker. What do you mean? We we had the rest of the team already. Oh yeah, that's true. You you didn't say a striker. That's true. You just said three wingers. So I think they have to start Murata. Well, I was just naming people that are wingers. I wasn't saying who I would start. I'm just confused. Oh, I was saying who I was starting. I know, I haven't gotten to that yet. I would put Murata as a striker. I think I would put Adama on the field because of what he can do off ball and the way he can, like, create and stuff. 
And then probably Ereshwal. Yeah. Um. And I think this leads into our last team of the tournament. That's Belgium, like Belgium, of Belgium. Great importance. Um, Belgium's main issue is their aging back line. We'll see what actually happens with this. They still have Mounier, who's disgusting, but they don't really have a replacement yet for Vertonghen and Alderweireld. Alderweireld, Toby Alderweireld. So we'll I mean, see how Timothy, that goes. Timothy Castagne is pretty good. Yeah, but he's not—he's not what he's they not were. that level yet. I mean, they were like golden generation good center backs for Belgium. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So we'll see what actually happens in the back. But they also have Witzel and Tielmans to back them up. Uh, you throw De Bruyne in there, then you can throw Hazard. We'll see if he actually plays at any level close to yep. anything. And then you have uh, uh, Mertens and Lukaku. Mertens and, yep. And then you got some nice subs in there. Yeah, that's a, that's a squad. That's a squad. Thorgan Hazard, Carrasco. Mm. Disgusting subs. Alright, so. I have to pull up the groups because we are about to do some group predictions. So, peoples, just everybody know, I beat Carl 64-61 in predictions. He's bad. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, so good. So good. Three points. Either dick. All right. Um, all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, so let's, let's get, get into let's get into our, our early group predictions. These might change based on injuries and replacements to squads and all that stuff. I think we might run through this one more time before. Or when does the tournament start? I'm not actually sure, but they're playing all the friendlies now. I mean, I think it starts soon. We should know this. I'm just so like, oh wait, I have the schedule open right now. Good job, dummy. Yeah, it starts the 11th. All right. Well, let's start getting into predictions for this tournament, or it may take until the 11th for this episode. That was not funny, but nice try. Um, yeah, shit. <laughs> cool. Uh, I, I really wish I had voice mod set up for laugh track, because that would have just been funny as hell. I might, <laughs> I might, I might throw one in. Um, all right. So, Group A, Italy and Wales. I would say I might have to throw Switzerland. I, yeah, I'm just gonna take Wales because I love Bale. I know. I, I think Switzerland has a pretty big advantage, but over Wales in their keeper department with Jan Summer. Um, well, obviously. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Italy and Switzerland in that group for one two. Okay. I'm after after Italy we do Wales. after we do all these groups, we'll run back down and do who we think our four um, third place teams are gonna be. Okay. So Group B, I'll take that one first. I might have to go Belgium and Denmark. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing. Russia was a surprise at the last World Cup, but I don't know if they're going to repeat it. I don't know who they really have on their squad that's, I, like, notable. That doesn't always matter, though. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. we got to see that. Yeah. Like, yeah. maybe North Macedonia is the next team. 
I mean, they um, did they did beat Germany in the tune-up for this in the qualifier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, but Group C, I'm taking Netherlands and Austria. Agreed. I think they're established. So agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, England and Croatia, I think, are coming out of D. Yeah. Unless Scott McTominay and Andy Robertson just go absolutely go off for Scotland. I highly doubt that's gonna happen. Same, same. Be as the same issue with like Wales right now, like yep. Daniel James and like Bale mm-hmm. can't do everything. I mean, Nico Williams is decent, but he's not ready yet. Yeah. Um. So Group E, I am taking Spain and Poland. I am also taking Spain and Poland. I think okay. that's Group F. I think France wins Group F. I think it's France, Portugal. I was going to say I think it's France, Germany. And then Portugal is a third place qualifier. No, I think Germany is the third place qualifier. And then I think Turkey sneaks in. Okay. For some reason. I don't know why. I think Sweden sneaks in. I'm not sure about Sweden. Actually, they don't have Zlatan, so there's no point in actually saying that. So, I think it's Portugal, Turkey... So I'm taking Switzerland, because I had Wales. I know, I... I... I think Turkey is going to be a surprise, and I don't know how Wales is going to do, so I'm taking them to not go through. Fair. I'm going to take Russia, I think, as another third-place qualifier. So how many do you have so far? I have three. three Three. Okay, I have Germany, I have Switzerland, and I have... I have Portugal, Turkey, and Russia. Uh... What was the other one I was going to do? I don't know. But I'll that's say... Where I could, that's where I could see Scotland coming in. Honestly. I'll take Scotland. That's what I'm also going to go with. I'll take Scotland, Germany, Switzerland, and... Are you typing this out? No. Oh, okay. I'm looking at your face, and it looked like you were typing it out. Honestly, as I'm going to take back everything, and I'm putting Turkey as the second place in Group A, and going for Switzerland as the third. So just you're, because you're eliminating Wales, also. Yeah, but I think Turkey's actually better than we all think, because I remember seeing the Turkish squad, and they actually have a lot of potential this season. They're Tur- like, Turkish in this Euros. The Turkish squad is sneaky, um, if we want to go back to it. Yeah, can you pull that up while I say my last one? I got it. And I think my last one... Yeah, screw it. I'll say Sweden. Because I don't think Russia's better than Sweden. I don't know if Russia is better than Sweden. But I think but they may Russia. Just get lucky. I think Russia might have a better group finish than Sweden. You are wrong. The issue is like 
when you play Poland, you might lose like 4-0 because of Lewandowski. So I just think Sweden's goal differential might be screwed. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm not sure. saying Russia's better. I'm just saying Lewandowski has an effect on people. Um. Well, let's get into Hold Turkey's up. team real quick. What? Oh, Turkey's team? Yeah. Did you pull that up too? Yeah, Soyanchu, Kalanaglu, Unal. Yeah, I mean, they just... Under... I mean, they just have players who had successful club seasons. So we'll see if they can all mesh together yep. pretty much. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. So, now that we are... We've done our predictions and all that stuff. Now it's time for who should be the favorite? France. Straight up. France. France. If you disagree, fight me, but France. If you disagree, please add us and explain why. Like, we we have an email on our Instagram page. We have a TikTok that I got DMs on. At let us know high kicks podcast or at the high kicks podcast, and then our Gmail name a better team because the way that Mbappe played, the way that Benzema played. Yo, I saw something. I saw something. Games. I saw something that was like Deschamps saw Group F and was like, "Hey, yo, this Benzema beef ain't worth it, bro." (laughs) Yeah, bro. Well, he did bang his daughter, so. Didn't he film it too? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so France, straight up. Just France. So player to watch. Benzema. Don't... So all throughout this season, Kylian Mbappe has been talking about there's levels to this when you're comparing young players to him. He came out apparently and recently said something along the lines of Holland's been doing it for like a year or two and still again said there's levels. I've been around for a lot longer. Like I I think this could be Mbappe's like breakout. I mean, I know he's already broken out before, but I think this could be where everyone's like, oh my God. I think this is the Euros where Donnarumma shows that no one can score on him. I don't disagree with you there, but I can't believe I'm saying this. Offense just typically gets more attention, even though I'm a keeper. Obviously. Obviously. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't like admitting it. I'm just sort of going to go, like, team by team of the top teams real quick and just say, like, one player from each team that I think are going to be, like, the standouts of the tournament. I think it's going to be Lukaku. Uh, Who do you think for Belgium? Lukaku. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, England, fuck Harry Kane. It's going to be Foden. I think it might be Bellingham. If he gets playtime, if he gets the playtime that I think he should, he will be the most surprising player on this England squad. Sure. Because it wouldn't be a surprise to see Foden absolutely tear it up. I think it would be a surprise to see a 17-year-old dictate midfield at the Euros. 
That's what I'm watching for. I think it would be more surprising to watch Foden turn into Waza. I don't think he would do it yet. We don't know yet. Yeah, I just, I'm more excited to see what happens with Bellingham in this tournament. To see if he gets to play time. So he's my England watch. I already said okay. Mbappe is my overall watch, so obviously I he's my Benzema, France watch. But I'm gonna I said sw- Benzema, but, but I'm gonna switch I have it up. to say Mbappe. Yeah, I'm going to give it to somebody else just because I gave Mbappe my overall. Um, I'm throwing it to Conte because yeah. if he plays well and they win, they win. he has a Ballon d'Or case. Uh, he deserves the Ballon d'Or. Because it's the same kind of season that Modric had. But on crack, sort of. Yeah. Well, not necessarily. He has um, the World Cup and everything, but... Yeah, I mean, Modric was far and away the best player in that World Cup. Yeah. But I'm gonna, I just I want to see Conte. Straight up. Uh, Germany, I think the best player is going to be Sané. I'm not going for best. I'm going for who I'm watching for and like what I want to see. That's what um, I'm doing. I'm watching for Sané. You're watching for Sané. I don't necessarily think Ty Havertz is going to be the best player on the field, but scoring in the Champions League final at 21 years old to secure it for Chelsea gives you confidence. A shit ton of it. Going into this tournament, I think he's going to wreck shit. Uh, Donnering is my one to watch. I already I, said that earlier. Let's let's move on. That's just I'm a, I'm a goalie. I'm a goalkeeper for life. I want to. I'm duh. Actually, another one is just Chiesa. Like I mean, I, I'm, I'm really curious to see how he does. I'm curious That's to see just, how he does, but I'm more interested in Donnarumma. Yeah, obviously. Uh, uh main player to watch. Uh, delight. Yep. Not even. Uh, it's the younger delight. Or Ryan Gravenberch. Mostly, I'm picking players that are, like, unproven to see if they're going to break out. That's what I'm looking for. I mean, Kai, Kai Havertz is not a good example, but there isn't really anybody on the German squad waiting for a breakout other than Jamal Musiala, and he's not going to get it at this tournament. Nope. You know what I mean? Unless he does, and we're all just like, oh! I would be, meh. Um, I shit myself. But I'm looking at Gravenberch, and I'm looking at De Young, but... Delight and De Young have already like cemented their place in their filthy top club. Like shit. I'm looking at Gravenberch because there's a lot of hype around him. He was really good for IX this year. Let's see. Let's see if he can bring it to the international stage. He's young as hell too. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, my player to watch for Portugal is going to have to be Cristiano Ronaldo. Has to be. Yeah. I want to say Jota, but it's it's Ronaldo because he just has... He just it's has... age and we want to see what happens. He just has a different effect in international tournaments. He turns into, like, prime Real CR7 sometimes. Not for the whole game, but for just, like, a few moments... And you're just like, holy shit, he just jumped 10 feet in the air. Like, when he scored that hat-trick against Spain in the last World Cup, like, they should not have drew that game. And Ronaldo willed it. 
All right. Ronaldo. All right. So, I have an interesting take on the Spain squad. Can I just say who I think uh, my main player, like, who needs to get watched is, and then who I think is going to be the best on the team? I think De Gea needs to be watched, and Marcos Llorente is going to go off. Fair. Um, I'm huge on Marcos Llorente. I think the biggest thing we're going to notice is the fact that Luis Enrique only named 24 players instead of the allotted 26. That's what I'm paying attention to. I know it's not a player, but it's the lack of two players on a squad after everyone just played a massively condensed season. Like, there's a reason they gave you 26. You should have taken 26. I'm looking yeah, at it's that. just sort of inconsiderate for the management I mean, of your players. If you want to give me, if you want me to give you a player, player, I think it could be Adama. I think he could showcase some stuff, but I think it's a good call with Urente. I can't really argue there. Yeah, I mean, we talked about Turkey before. I think we're both watching Hakan Kalinaglu, right? Right, like there's nothing to talk about there. Cool, glad we can agree. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um transfers. So I made a new scrolling transfer bar for OBS um this week and I don't really know what we're going to be talking about cuz I'm just going to pick it up with wherever it's scrolling and it's been scrolling since we started. So let's see where we are when I uh switch us over. All right, so Chelsea apparently make Lukaku their priority. I put this in the other day. Um, it is official that Lukaku says he does not want to go to Chelsea. Exactly. Apparently, Liverpool are interested in Datsun Paka from Salzburg, which cheap alternative to the big-name strikers, but I like the link to Rafinha. Apparently, they're preparing to offer £32 million. Pounds. I like Passive that. move for them. Um, Cancelo wants out of... Man City, Rodri, and Bernardo Silva are also now considering their futures. Um, Laporte's not happy about everything. Um, Gabriel Jesus isn't happy about not playing in big games. City's kind of having some issues there. Ronaldo yeah. has a lot of rumors going around. PSG are linked with him if um if Man U don't if, if Mbappe follow. leaves, and there's also a potential Pogba spot in the works. Donnarumma's. I don't, really that. I don't either, but they've it's been talked about. Donnarumma's out, which is insane. Which is yeah, insane. he's officially out. Yeah, there's what a replacement. You, what do you think? We're gonna let this scroll for a sec. But what do you think of United's 150 million pound transfer budget? It needs to be more. I mean, 150 million pounds is a lot, my guy. Bro, you're about to sign Varane and someone else. True. True. You need that money. All right, so another Liverpool. I read today that they're interested in triggering Gary Thielman's release clause, and apparently he delayed contract talks with Leicester because Liverpool have interest. Fuck you. Dude. Uh, dude. Dude, I would be so happy. That would be my next jersey. I would buy a Thielman's jersey for next season. Yeah, understandably so. Cool. Oh, you know what? Want to know why there was an issue with the space and the Emmer and the Arsenal on the stuff? What? 
because um I ran out of room. Oh. But yeah. yes. So, so I just um, I just fixed that. Yeah, so I would love to see Telemans. I really would. I really would. Um obviously every single team like cool. we've talked yeah. about this week and week out. Yep. 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 I would also like the Rafinha one. I know we just talked about that. But a, a bigger, bigger name. Apparently City are considering offering Sergio Ramos a two-year deal. And that would be nuts for their defense. Yeah. Like nuts. Nuts. They would I, probably go back to the Champions League final. I don't think they care about winning the Prem again. I think they just want that UCL trophy. I yeah, just said same. I just said Tofi. Did I say Tofi? I think I said whatever words. I think you said trophy. You fucking had us. Um, Ole still Ooh. with the one fifty. That's getting reminded. That shit. More money. I mean, so it's one fifty base. It doesn't include if anyone gets sold. All right, we'll see. Uh, so, PSG is rumored to be interested in Hakimi. So I would Bayern, that that would. Uh, that would break PSG. Yeah. 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 Uh, is that all the news? Um. Yeah, I mean, we talked about Magnin going to Milan earlier, even though that was scrolling, and we talked about Emerson going to Barca. That was scrolling. Oh, PSG apparently are also making Ronaldo a priority if Mbappe leaves. Yeah, we mentioned that. And um, West Ham want Tammy Abraham, apparently. That's a big thing. Yes. yes. Another thing, Arsenal's interested in Onana. Yep. So yep. we'll see if that actually comes into fruition. He's been on the transfer block for a couple years now. And well, he no also been... he also has that suspension looming. Um, yeah. he's, he's suspended for a year because he accidentally took his wife's pill that contained a banned substance. Oof. Big oof. Big oof. But Big we'll oof. see. We'll see. What happens with Onana. Yeah. That's all our transfer news. I'm trying to think. What else we got? Um, I think that's going to wrap it up. Yeah. Um, Sorry about the whole, like, missing last week thing. I know we missed a lot of news and stuff. Moving back we home. We missed a lot of news, but we're... We're trying We're, to catch back up. Yeah. Moving back home for me was a pain in the ass, and Carl still hasn't left school. I'm a lot busier when I'm home and stuff, so I think we're going to start creating more of a schedule for recording time and all that. Yep. But everybody out this there who school. still listens, because I do check the RSS feed and I can see it, all that stuff. Like, we still got downloads on episodes two from our two weeks ago yesterday. Thanks, guys. Thank like, you. It's awesome. I'm loving this. Like, it means so much. I know our numbers are still low, but it's really cool because it means someone's actually interested in this too. And like, I've asked my close friends from home if they listen, and they're all just like, "Nah." And I'm like, "Yo, sweet." I know that doesn't really make sense, but like, I don't want my friends and family listening out of pity. I love that. I feel like that we've gotten out there and some people enjoy us and like coming back to hear what we have to say. Yes, sir. Yeah. 
So thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Hopefully yep. we'll start bringing on some guests this summer. We need to bring... We need bring Rolfie. the happy fuck on. We need Rolfie. Yes, sir. Yep, yep. If anybody, you know, wants to be a guest, feel free to reach out um, at the High Kicks Podcast on Instagram and TikTok, highkickspodcast at gmail.com. Love to, like, open a dialogue, see if it would work out, you know? Yep. Yep. So keep us updated. Much love, homies, and we'll see you next week. Adios.